Welcome to the Munchkin Minute, your wildly look into some tabletop gaming news and more. I'm your host, Dan Dan, the Board Game Man. And once again, Happy New Year and Happy January. This is your news for January 18th, 2021. Origins 21 has been moved back to the fall. Gamma announced this week they're going to move Origins back to the fall because of COVID-related concerns. It's originally going to be, and traditionally on Father's Day weekend, so it was on June 16th to June 20th this year. It's moved to September 30th to October 3rd. So they're planning to be a normal live Origins, but they'll obviously need to have some precautions even nine months from now if it is actually going to happen. I'm sure you'll see masks, temperature checks at different doors, and who knows, maybe they will be severely limiting the number of attendees. In my guess, editorially, I think if any con's going to happen, uh, we're not going to see a whole lot of numbers, even uh, if they don't you know, limit the number of attendees. I think, think a lot of people are going to stay home this year. I actually kind of, as a hot take, I don't think we'll see any cons this year. I just don't know if it's time yet, even with a vaccine yet, but we'll see. Uh, you know, that's getting a little bit uh, off the beaten path there, but we'll see how everything goes and how everyone feels about it once that comes around. Also this week, Stronghold Games revealed plans for Terraforming Mars, the card game, or as they call it, Ares Expedition. Uh, this is a standalone game in the vein of Terraforming Mars, and it joins the previously announced Terraforming Mars, the dice game, as proposed releases in 2021. I believe the plan is for the card game or Ares Expedition to have a Kickstarter next month, uh, and I'm, I'm sure I'll, once it is announced, and once it is on Kickstarter, it'll be part of my Munchkin Minute announcements, but I'm not really sure when these are supposed to be out, probably by the end of the year. Uh, news has gone real scary about the dice game, but hopefully that's also going to be uh, make it out sometime this year. I'm really looking forward to both of those games. A couple of things from Renegade Game Studios. They've got a pair of releases they announced. First, My Father's Work by T.C. Petty III, a good friend of mine. This will be out late in 2021. And My Father's Work is kind of a heavier weight Euro game. Uh, plays in about two to three hours, two to four players. Uh, and this is going to be one of these games where it's a worker placement game, but it almost feels like... If, if in board games you could have a roguelike, this would be it. So uh, in my father's work, players are competing mad scientists entrusted with a page of their father's journal and a large estate in which perform their devious experiments. Players earn points by completing experiments, aiding the town in its endeavors, and upgrading their macabre estates and hopefully completing their father's masterworks. Now, what's pretty interesting is that at the end of every generation, all of your experiments and resources are lost till time until your children begins again with the journaled of, journal of knowledge and estates, quote unquote, that they'll have been willed to them. So there's three generations that you're going to play. So things are going to be passed on and you'll lose some other. So it's very important to figure out or get to the things that you really want to be passed on to get you those points and so that you can continue to keep using them. Uh, after uh, whoever has the most points, the end of three generations wins. This one uh, is supposed to be out late in the year. Second up is... Hadrian's Wall by Bobby Hill. This is a city building, or I kind of should say a fortress building board game. This will be released in quarter two. In Hadrian's Wall, players take on the role of a Roman general placed in charge of the construction of a mill castle and bordering wall. Over six years or rounds, players will construct their fort and wall, man a defensive, attract civilians by building services and providing entertainment, all while defending their honor from the Roman Empire from the warring packs. So uh, this one also, I believe, like I said, should be out in quarter two. I'm not sure the price. I think this is going to be about $50 for this one. Uh, I haven't seen a whole lot of information or or screenshots. Most of everything I've seen are just kind of a little bit of cards. So this one should be uh, a decent one as well. This is one to six players, plays in about an hour. And it is, again, about a medium weight, probably a little lighter than my father's work, but still kind of in that medium weight vein. 
Metagool has announced three shorter titles for 2021 so far. You've got Tiny Acrobats uh, and Plat- uh, Platypus and also Nine Ravens. So Tiny Acrobats is by Cedric Millet. He's the guy who did Meeple Circus. And just like Meeple Circus, Tiny Acrobats, you're going to be using meeples and animals to make stacks uh, and towers and such. So this is going to be a two to four player game and it'll play in about 30 minutes or so. Platypus is a card kind of deduction game. So you're going to get a set of cards that are laid out. And then the players are going to try to get your other players to select a certain card or cards from the tableau using other word cards and kind of leading them along the way. This one is two to eight players, ages eight and up, and about a half hour. Now, Nine Ravens is a little bit different. So this one was originally Five Ravens by Hyperbole Games, which is Grant Rodiak's company. But this is going to re-implement that, and it's going to be Nine Ravens. Uh, This is a drafting and kind of deck-building game. Uh, You're leaders of a band of thieves trying to grab relics. Uh, And of course, the new edition is going to have some upgrades, some components, maybe little rules, and make it play a little more streamlined and more intuitive. Uh, Two to four players, and it's going to play about 20 to 30 minutes for that. I think the first two I mentioned will be quarter three, and I think Nine Ravens will be a Kickstarter soon, so you're probably looking at later in the year. Uh, Again, once it does go up in Kickstarter, I'm sure I'll be announcing it here. Pandasaurus Games has announced the 2019 Cardboard Edison design winner, Umra Via, or Umra Via, which is by Connor Wake. This is going to come out on March 17th. Now, it's a bit of an abstract game where players are going to bid their chits on certain tiles. And then these tiles each have kind of either like a straight corridor or a curved corridor or a T-shaped kind of corridor. And depending on which tile has a certain amount of chits, I think it's the least, it'll be put out by one of the players in the round. And, uh, you know, once it is cut off and it's going to get scored, quote unquote scored kind of, again, it's very, very abstract but it looks like a solid design uh, and a cool little chest that they've got there. This is a two to four player game, $40 for this one. Uh, I've heard good things about this one. So I'm looking forward to uh, checking it out as well. Corey Knitza and his company, I kind of remember I kind of mentioned this a while ago that he was leaving Fantasy Flight and having his own company called Unexpected Games. Uh, they're publishing The Initiative. It's a one to four player cooperative scenario driven game. This will be out in quarter two. Uh, per the press release, uh, The Initiative is a new unique game of story, strategy, and code breaking. Uh, the players will take on a role of teenagers in 1994 who have found a mysterious board game called the key. Not only will they play the key, but the players will keep help the teens through a pivotal chapter in their lives following a series of missions linked together via an interactive comic book. Since it says the Keens, uh, the game's campaign is broken into a number of chapters, each taking about a half hour to an hour to complete, and each starting you at a reading a page of that comic book. The story advances even if players fail a mission, but winning may provide a reward for the future. Each player, each chapter builds on a knowledge and story from a previous chapter, uh, with a good narrative, code breaking, and mystery in a th- thrilling game experience. Now, uh, if you know Corey Knitza or if you know me, I, uh, he's originally, you know, I love Corey Knitza designs. He's originally from FFG and pretty much everything big, sprawling and beautiful that you saw from FFG for a very long time has his hands. Uh, Corey's got his hands in it somehow. Uh, and I just love just about every one of his designs. So I really like the way he thinks and the way he designs. So I'm really looking forward to this one again. That is the initiative and that should be in quarter two. Uh, once we get uh, price and such and release date, I'm sure I'll mention it again couple of quicker hits on very light notes. We'll, we'll come in here before we wrap this up and move on to the main news of Kickstarter. Uh, Doodle Dungeons. This is going to be by Pegasus Spiel. And this art is by John Kavalik. This will be out real soon. And it'll be about $30. Uh, this is an interesting one where they say... Uh, do you want to lead a dungeon and doodle dungeon? Each player works on their own dungeon blueprint on a piece, kind of a piece of paper. Drafted cards determine which elements, the monsters, traps, and treasures that you're going to be added to your dungeon immediately. 
After 14 cards have been drafted, the blueprint is passed to the next player, who then draws the route uh, draws the route of an anthropomorphic test hero will take because these days, even in dungeon business, nothing works out without quality inspection. Players receive their own blueprints back and try to keep the dummy hero from killing their monsters, stealing their treasures, and obviously making it out alive. So it really looks pretty cool. The art, obviously, since it is Kavalic art, it does look like uh, Deadly Doodles, which is out by Steven Jackson Games. So I'm wondering if this kind of has a little bit of roots in there because it does kind of have that same look to it. But pretty cool little idea of making your dungeon and seeing how it's going to uh, do that. Dungeon Lords was a heavier Euro game that came out years ago in Dungeon Pets, also in which uh, you're kind of making the dungeon and then heroes are going to go through there and you'll see how they do. So this looks pretty cool. This one is probably about $20 once it does come out. Uh, well, actually, I think I said it was $30 what they said, but I guess that's MSRP. So you'll probably see it for about $25 or so. And finally, Dragon Parks is by Ankama. It's also going to be out real soon and $25. You're going to be making a part park with drafting transparencies and putting them kind of on your board. Has the same feel of kind of uh, a draft, I'm sorry, Draftosaurus, which was in which you're kind of drafting dinosaurs and kind of putting them in a park. This does have uh, supposedly drafting issues. Uh, and also you're putting it around your uh your grid coverage. So what they say on BGG, it's a drafting game, which makes use of transparent cards. You're going to select a new card each turn and put one of your three islands, adding or covering dragons in this park as you do so. Some dragons are going to be hate to be covered and they will snap back at you. And if you manage to hatch an egg by covering it, it will attract new visitors. And after three turns, the season ends and you'll score Blah, 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 blah. Anyway, it looks pretty light. Uh, and I do love games that have the transparencies. This is two to five players in 15 to 30 minutes, again, by Ankama and by Nicholas Sato. Moving on to Kickstarter. First up, we've got Darwin's Journey. Now, this is a game by Simone Luciani, Nestor Mangone, and Paolo Votto. It's a worker placement Euro game where players recall Charles Darwin's memories of his high adventure through Galapagos Islands, which contributed to the development of his theory of evolution. So this one looks like you have different types of workers, and the workers will actually kind of evolve uh, depending on where they go and kind of throughout the game. It looks like a lot of card use. You know, uh, Luciani and company and Cranial Creations, they tend to have kind of a heavier weight game to them. Uh, so I think they're going to be, uh, this is going to be a nice medium to heavier weight, but generally their designs are top-notch and a lot of fun. This is a one of four player game and this is going to be 30 minutes per player. This one is out for about another week and a half. Well, well-funded, almost uh, three quarters of a million with, like I said, per 10, ga- 10 days to go. And you'll get about... I think it's uh, 45 euros or $55 for the base game. You can get the collector's edition for about $85, which give you metal coins and other plastic seals. And these are both supposed to be out in about November. Uh, Check that one out. I'll have a link to it if you want to check out that page as well. Next up, Tinner's Tale. This is an old Martin Wallace uh, game in which a very kind of a heavier Euro. Each player is going to represent a growing mining operation of the 19th century Cornwall, seeking to profit from the rich tin and copper deposits of the region. Over the course of four rounds, players will build mines, acquire developments, extract or sell their tin, copper, and invest proceeds to earn profits. The player with the most points is the winner. Now, I love Martin Wallace games. He usually has some sort of element in it that you can just, we always call them cubes of death. So I'm not sure if that's what the arsenic track or things where I never actually played the original game, but Martin Wallace is a solid designer. Again, he's more of a kind of have a medium, medium to heavier weight Euro feel to it. Uh, the retail version of this game will be about $40, $45 US. And there is also an expanded edition 
uh, which will have uh, expanded edition and exclusive content and such. Uh, whereas the, and I guess it's got exclusive period for backers, exclusivity period for backers. Uh, they may get a first or something like that, but that's anyway, that's $59 as opposed to the $45 for the base game. This one also well-funded. This is by Alley Cat Games. This is well-funded. It got about two and a half weeks to go, uh, and check that one out again. That is Tinner's Trail. This is a newer, a new implementation of the old Martin Wallace game. Third up here is Masters of Mutanite. This is kind of a spatial deck building. They call it an innovative spatial deck building game. This is by Andrew Fetterspiel. Uh, good. I met him a few times at cons, had some food with him. Really good designer and really just a solid game. Uh, he's a designer over at Knapsack Games. They've had a few games that were out. Uh, you collect superpowers around a city, mutate your character to gain special traits, and weaponize the environment for explosive effects. This one has about a week and a half to go. It is almost funded. It got about 7,000 more, but I can't imagine it not getting funded. The art looks great, and it's a very solid game, but it could use a little bit of help. $45 will get you the game. $100 will get you the Knapsack Games Triple Play, which you can get the Masses of Mutant Apotheca, and also Knee Jerk. You can get it as well. Uh, but in this game... Kind of how they describe it there. You're going to have spatial deck building where every zone in a city has a different power. And as you use your deck building choices, depending on where you're at, it becomes more dangerous and you're going to be forced to decide, uh, do you go for other powers or do you uh, kind of wait to you know, go into other areas where your cards are? Uh, there's also elemental objects that will help you in the game. You're going to craft your mutant. You've got unique powers, unique traits. Uh, and you're going to start in one of three traits, and then as you play, you'll kind of keep going on. Bunch of layer strategy and streamlined gameplay. Looks very, very solid. Two to four players, and it plays in about an hour to hour and a half. I like the art on here, and I do kind of like the gameplay. I've seen a couple of videos of it, and I think this is one that you may want to check out. Again, it's kind of a lighter to medium weight, but I think it's going to be a solid design there. And finally, this is another one of these, occasionally I find these kind of very randomy, kind of unique, uh, kind of off the beaten path uh, campaigns and Kickstarter. This one is called Paper Apps Dungeon. It says a pocket-sized, spiral-bound, randomly generated paper adventures. So what's very cool about this one from Tom Britton uh, is that you only have to pay $5 for one copy. There's going to be 100 unique copies of the game, and it comes with a pad, a pencil, and D6. And basically, whether you get one, two, three, or four uh, of the pads, you're going to get uh, that many copies. And they're only basically $5 each and about. I think US, it's $5 shipping. Now, what's cool is they've got kind of this way where it's the dungeons themselves are unique. They have kind of this grid where it kind of looks like, a, I guess it's like a 20 by 20 grid on a piece of paper. And there's unique elements, uh, different monsters or other things that you're going to do. You're going to have hit points and you're going to roll a six-sided die to determine where you can move and kind of going up and down uh, orthogonally to go against something in a dungeon. What's cool is it's just a, uh, like a little pocket notebook kind of thing. I think this will be a real fun little thing just to, to knock around with. I bought a few extra myself just to give out to friends uh, or to let my kids check it out. I think it's going to be a real fun little, you know, just, just kind of one of these unique finds that you see. Again, for $5 each, you can't really go wrong. There's about two, two weeks to go, and this is well-funded. This is Paper Apps Dungeon, again, by uh, Tom Brinton is his name. Uh, I'll have links to all of these in the show notes as well. So that's Darwin's Journey, Tinner's Tale, sorry, Tinner's Trail, Masters of Mutanite, and Paper Apps Dungeon. Thanks for joining me today. If you see any news you'd like, think I'd like to feature, shoot me a message at GeekJockBlog on Twitter or check me out uh, on the Major Spoilers Discord channel. Also, please check out Majorspoilers.com for more content by Stephen and the rest of the Major Spoilers crew. And also check out my podcast, the Geek All-Stars Podcast. As always, I am Dan Dan, the Board Game Man, and I'll see everyone in about two more weeks for another Munchkin Minute. 
This podcast is copyright 2021 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.